Welcome back to Made in March. Today is Wednesday, December 9th. And we've got, uh, we've got a decent slate of college basketball games to recap from the weekend. And then Tuesday. There were a lot of great games on Tuesday. Definitely. Um, but before we get into that, we need to shout out our social medias. If you don't follow us on Instagram or Twitter, make sure you do that. We're being a lot more active on Twitter, especially. Um, I know we've been saying that lately, but uh, we really want to get our follower count up there. Um, and so with that out of the way, should we get right into the recap? What what did we leave off on? Friday, Friday December, December 4th. 4th. Friday, December 4th. That's where right. we're going to be starting up. And also, on Twitter, you'll see more of our day-to-day stuff, as opposed to if you follow us on Instagram. Um, you're just going to see more of the big picture stuff. So definitely, if you want to see more of our takes on individual games on a day-by-day yeah, basis. Yeah, games, players, etc. Yeah, I would mm-hmm. I would go uh, take, a, take a look at the Twitter, find some of that day-to-day stuff where you can get really into the nitty-gritty of the games. Yes, good point. Um, but getting into Friday, December 4th, Detroit Mercy, given Michigan State number eight at the time, a run for their money. I would say more than a run for their money. They, not going to say they, they were winning the game, but they played the better game, for sure. The refs were kind of selling at the yeah, end. Yeah, I was going to say the refs played the refs a were in this game. It seemed like the refs were bleeding uh, green and white out there. They may have been receiving some money from Tom Izzo. We will oh. we <laughs> not know. No, you do not disrespect Tom Izzo on this podcast, all right? That's, that's not... <laughs> My apologies. <laughs> Tom is a, too good of a coach. But a he's a good coach. But while the refs were maybe making some bad calls here, there maybe in favor of Michigan State. We don't want to. We don't want to throw yeah. those allegations out there. What we will say, or at least what I'll say, Detroit Mercy played tough. There are yeah. a bunch of hound dogs out there, and they look like they wanted it. They did want it. Yep. Do they still have um, Coach Calipari's son on that team? I believe. Yes. Yes. I don't think I, he plays Brad, that valuable minutes, he's though. He's not bad, though. He played he eight, gets, Brad Calipari played eight minutes, no points, one rebound. Okay, well, maybe I take that back. Maybe he's not it's slightly bad. We don't, we don't know. But he tried to inherit the genes and, of Tony Snell. That's no. basically what happened. The real good player on um, Detroit Mercy is actually uh, Antoine or Anthony. I don't know how to pronounce it. Yeah, yeah. Antoine Dave, Davis. Davis. Yep. He, he, he's a bucket. He mm. threw up 26 shots, though. Which, well, I how mean, many he, points did he have? He had 24. He was 10 for 26 with 24 points. Okay, so maybe not his most efficient shooting night, but he does have days where he's efficient, especially when they play people in their conference. Yeah, but you've got to give him their credit, though, because Michigan State's a good defensive team. Yeah, the other day, he's still going up against Michigan State. He's going to go up against Michigan State as a low D1 school, so. But Detroit Mercy put up a good fight. They did. Unexpected, I'm going to say. I would definitely. Yeah. I didn't. I actually really hadn't heard of the Detroit Mercy before this game. and You've now, never heard of Detroit Well, Mercy. I've heard of them, but I didn't know like if they would be a competitive team yeah. this year or not. And well, yeah. we got we got the word that they're a solid team. Well, I mean, we did say it last year, and I agreed this year. The Horizon League is probably the worst league in FBS Division One college basketball. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, it's, it's pretty bad. It's and bad. that's where Detroit Mercy comes out of. So we, we were not expecting this in this game. But I think Detroit Mercy in the paint was what was big. Because outside there were five, from, five for 23 from three. But when you look at yeah, the— Yeah, they, they were just scratching and clawing for everything they could yeah, get. Yeah, but when you look at the rebounds, rebounds layups, and ones— Yep. To be minus four to a Big Ten team, and that, and I think they were actually ahead in rebounds with like eight minutes left when they were winning before they didn't score like any more points the rest of the game. Um, that's, I'm telling you, the rebounds are, and the scrappiness is what's going to mm-hmm. beat a lot of these Power 5 teams like we were saying last podcast. I think the spread in this game was like 24 or something yeah. like insane. So yeah. 
even for them to be this close is just incredible, I'd say. But I mean, Rocket Watts, what can you say about him? What can you say about him? Another great he, game. He is, he's the inspiration behind that team. 100%. He gets fired always. up every game. He always brings his own energy. Even without fans, Rocket Watts is always there. He's replaced Cassius Winston's energy. Maybe not full leadership. I would say definitely not full leadership. Definitely not. And but also... Energy, yes. Yes, 100%. If not exceeded. Exactly. Yep. He's the spark to that team for sure. Yeah. A real firecracker out there. A real firecracker. Uh, then we got Kent State going on the road to 15 Virginia. Virginia struggles, wins in overtime. Kent State! 71 over the Golden Flashes. Virginia. They, I just love this Virginia team. I love when Virginia plays like Who crap. Who was Virginia ranked at the time, just out of curiosity? 15. Uh, 15. Yeah, they're not the 15th best team in the nation. I don't know what they're ranked on the newest AP, but I have to imagine they dropped. <sighs> At least into the least high twenties, maybe out. Yeah, they just their offense isn't there. I've it said hasn't this. Been I've there. said this before. Tony Bennett's system works when he has NBA players like Kyle Guy, Ty Jerome, and DeAndre Hunter, who are talented offensively. Who can make up for when his he has regular loss. average yes. college basketball D one players who aren't as skilled in the offensive um, part of basketball. His system doesn't work in my opinion, that well. They can mm-hmm. still pull out some nice games when their defense is Sharp. firing on all cylinders. But when their defense is even a little bit off, it's tough for their offense to Make up ground. Yeah. Exactly. They really His scheme does not work well without some studs on his team, I yeah. guess. He needs some guys that can just get a bucket uh, regardless of the scheme that he puts out. I mean, yeah, Kent State actually shot 19 more shots than Virginia did that game. Wow. Grant, so that means granted, 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 Virginia did have 24 more free throws. But they missed eight of them, so eight. So they were twenty-two for thirty. But I mean, Virginia didn't shoot the ball particularly poorly. But Kent State got them out of their game pretty like too easily, in my opinion. It was too choppy. Yeah, I mean, I would say if they took it overtime, too definitely. choppy. Their, yep. their offense was looking really stagnant. And the worst thing to see if you're a college basketball fan of a certain team is a stagnant offense because yeah, that is yeah. Risky. When they're bringing it down the court and you're just like, oh, please no. get a basket. When you have just yeah. no confidence in them at all. Yeah, not, that's been not that was Virginia field. all last year too. So I can't imagine being a Virginia supporter right now. That yeah. must be tough. Well, I mean, I, mean, I can. Like, They've got a ring, but well, Jay, Jay in Huff, the last year and a half. Yeah, Jay Huff. Jay Huff is definitely the best player on this team, in my opinion. He's been the most efficient so far. Big man underneath can step out and knock I would it down, actually agree with that. He's, he, he moves off the ball the most from when I've watched them. I'm just glad to hear um, that Kia Clark is not in that conversation. Yes. Glad to hear it. Hauser is still getting double-digit boards a game, though, right? Yeah, Hauser kind of let him pass. Hauser, I think they need Huff more than they, need, than they needed Hauser, though, to be honest. That's mm-hmm. fair. But, and speak, speaking of Hauser, the school he transferred from, big upset. At home at the five serve, Marquette Whoa. knocks off number four Wisconsin, sixty-seven, sixty-five. See, Luke, tip in at the buzzer. I feel like you have to give some answers here because you said, "quote unquote," this is a game I would put my life savings on. Was, Vegas is never. Vegas Wisconsin never was only favored by two and a half, and you're three, like, I think "This it was three, three, three and a half, three something half. like that." You're like, "This line is garbage." Wisconsin's going to blow them out of the water. Here we are. Bet the farm. Answers? Do you have them? Aside from Vegas is never wrong, which... Which is a very valid answer. I said that last time, not trying to do a victory lap. But when the line seems too good to be true, it usually is. Well, I mean, Wisconsin shot the ball extremely poorly. Again, the big men did not play well. That's where I really thought they could have won it. Potter did not play well at all. Potter Potter didn't... I don't think he played that well today either, to be honest, against Rhode Island. He did not play that well today. Nate Reavers is... 
the better big man. I was going to say, Wesley, yeah. you gave that take during the game that I actually agreed with. You think Nate Reaver is the better player than Micah Potter? Yes, he's he's more, he's better. I don't know if they're like talent based, if Micah Potter may be better, but for the system, it's the system, system for sure, it's Nate Reavers. Nate Reavers, although he's pretty slow, he's better at like help defense and recovering, and he's just a better fit. And he can also step out and make 3 3 2, just like Potter. Mm-hmm. And they're kind of doing the same work down low. I think that Reavers is a better fit for this and game. And by the way, this game did not come without drama. It had an incredible finish. If you have not seen the ending on this game, yeah, please you can, do yourself a favor. Watch the last was, 30 seconds because. Was that Carton who missed the free throw? Yes. Yes, it was. And then. Ohio State transfer. Ohio State transfer. And then um, he's coming down the floor. Yeah, and Marquette tri- guard. Marquette guard, tr- Carton coming down the floor. Trice. There's probably point eight seconds left on the clock or something like that. Trice, dumb, goes into him, bodies him. The guy had no chance of getting a shot off with .8 seconds left driving. He had, he was no. He would have had to just toss up a prayer. Prayer, and he would have no look at the rim. It was just a terrible foul. Trice even admitted after the game, he's like, "I should have totally backed up and just let him shoot a wild shot." But so he goes to the line, he makes one, ties the game up, and then misses the second, and they don't box out. And who who was it that got the tip in? It was Jordan Lewis. Jordan Lewis <clears throat> got the tip in. What he yeah, or ju- Justin just, Justin Lewis this. This freshman from Marquette, Alex would be talking about for about five minutes. This guy was impressive this game. Mm-hmm. A big reason. I didn't think Marquette had a player like this that could score in double in double figures that impressively. But Marquette, off the bench yeah, and off the bench especially, this freshman Justin Lewis comes in, puts up 18, tips in the game winner. I mean, he wanted it more. Wisconsin, it seemed like they didn't really want it. Yeah, um, they they had yeah. a they did not play well, but the fact that they were up by one with point nine seconds left and lost the game is quite sad. Yeah, that was a real heartbreaker, especially for Wesley and myself, as we are Badgers, proud Badgers. But, yep, mm, that one stung a little bit. Yep, <laughs> I mean, it's kind of killer. Justin Lewis better be in the starting lineup within the next two weeks. One hundred percent. The way he played that night, I. It's a Rocket Watts scenario. <clears throat> it he is better a Rocket Watts. He deserves scenario. to be in there, but he's a freshman though, correct? True. Yeah. I, I believe he is. Yeah. yeah. Marquette always gets some good recruits in, but I don't know. We'll see what happens with them. They're, I guess they're not – the Big East is having a huge down year, but they actually have a chance to possibly maybe win the Big East. You never know because the Big East is – Yeah, the Big East is just garbage. That's why. Kind of you think Marquette has a chance to win the Big East? <laughs> not, no, I wouldn't say mm, – that's, that's too far. Not win. Slightly too top, far. Top three team, I think, in the Big East. They have a valid chance, I'd say. Okay. I mean, we'll Demi- Demetri Trice – Played a lot better than I expected him to, to be honest. I thought Wisconsin was going to win this game in the paint, but... I think Trice is the key to the Badgers. I actually kind of agree with you on that one. Trice is the key to the Badgers. I would say it's their outside shooting as a whole, but Fair. anyway, moving on. Uh, I was 0 for 2 on picks today. Um, I thought Seton Hall was going to cover and went outright against... Or they were going to... Because Oregon was obviously favored to win as number 21 ranked team. They beat Seton Hall at home 83-70. to So We were all kind of on the Seton Hall train yeah. for that game, but... Uh, Hmm. Conference of Champions. Wisdom. Conference of Champions. Conference of Champions. Uh, sadly, Mamu Kalashvili only had 10 points. He did not get it done that game at all. Wait till the next game because Spedned did go off. Then we get to Saturday, and the most anticipated game of the day did not happen. This was extremely disappointing for anybody. Anybody <laughs> slightly interested in college basketball, even if you have no yep. idea what the teams are, you see that 1-2. You see that 1-2 Gonzaga versus Baylor. You know, that rarely happens where you get the 1-2 and two in the country know. in the regular season. That rarely happens, but coronavirus doing its damage on the uh, college basketball world. That I, don't know, I don't understand how games can get canceled like two hours before. Like, how do you not know? 
As I a think, fan, it makes me mad. Yeah, it was. A, I think it was a player that was on the bench that never played against West Virginia that tested positive. So, I don't know if it was just precautionary or. But of course, it happened. They are. They did say, and I read that they are trying to reschedule and play this game. Okay, good. Which good. I need. And I I'm need to see Gonzaga. I think I Zags need the game more than anybody. Zags guess, need it more than Baylor. Honestly, yeah. thank thank God Zags already had a tough enough schedule to the point where even if they don't get this game, they're still respected. They're, they're still respected. respectable because they got as, Iowa. As long they as they play the Iowa game coming yep. up, I think they're and they had West Virginia fun. too. So. Mm-hmm. They've had some competitive I was, I woke they up, I was though. like, let's go. We got yep. number one, number two, Gonzaga, Baylor. Nope. No, sir. Snatch. Uh, but how about another another one? Kansas, number seven, Kansas, just escapes North Dakota State. This is the best. Yeah, who hadn't won a State. game yet? Who had not won a game? They still have By one. Four. That was really weird. Like, I checked the ESPN app, and there was like five minutes left, and I was like, what? North Dakota minute. State's like up one. North Dakota State is up. Yeah. Kansas was, was favored crazy. 25 in this one. Yeah. Wow, kind of like a Detroit Mercy sort of situation. Pulled out by four. Holy cow! And and correct me if I'm mistaken, but I believe North Dakota State had a chance to send that into overtime at the end too. They had a chance. To. I was not watching this game, so I could not tell you. But I I was watching, and I think that they had a chance to hit a three um, on the last possession. They did not get it done. And then they fouled Kansas. And then or fouled Kansas with you know like what two seconds left. But Kansas just sneaks by. How are we feeling about the Jayhawks this year? I still like Kansas. I think this is more of a game to look past and say beginning of the year. Mm. You know, it's hard to look past a game like that against yeah. North Dakota State, winless, quinless. Yeah. It's tough, but. Yeah. I would say Kansas is, compared to years past, there's, it's a slight down year because there's no, like, huge stud that they always have. Like, there's no Yuduka, Azubuke. I don't know. I would argue Jalen Wilson has been pretty incredible for them. He has, I guess. That's. Christian but, Brown's a nice player, but he's not a star he's by not any a star. means. People treat him like a star, but I yeah, he's ESPN far from loves that. to hype up Christian Brown. Jay Billis loves him yeah. with a passion. I'm not a fan. I think he's he's good. But he's, he's not. He's not an expert. I think he's an arrogant ass out there. That's just me personally. <laughs> Personality issues. Yeah, I don't know if I could get along with Christian Brown. I don't know if I can like grab a beer with Christian Brown. I don't think I could. <laughs> not possible. Oh Lord. <laughs> well. <laughs> well off that off that baseless accusation, <laughs> uh, we have battle battle on the West Coast. Utah State was supposed to be relatively decent, having Justin Bean and Kata coming back, but they get beat by BYU. BYU improves to five and one. Utah State's now one and three. Yeah, Utah State isn't it this year. Like it's extra sorry for all you Aggie fans, but they're not it. Extra fraudulent. You're the biggest Aggie fan on this podcast. Charlie. I, Did, were you expecting more out of them this year? Or? After they lost like the first two games, I was like, yeah, I'm not gonna even like try to cheer for them this year. I'm just done with them. Yep. So, Nemius Keda, you probably picked the wrong college, but good luck in your NBA career. If he ever gets there, he probably wouldn't get there. You got to be on a good team. He will, but he's just, he's got injury problems. It's like he's, he was supposed to be a top 15 draft pick when he came into college. There's no <laughs> way, there's no window. way that's happening anymore. That's out the window. Long gone. Then we move into Sunday. We got 12 Nova take, going on the road to 17 Texas. Shaka Smart's team goes down. First loss of the season. This was a proving game, I would say, for both teams, and both teams played well. So I don't. That's I would, what I was gonna say. I would that say was my no. Takeaway. Even though Texas lost, they really didn't lose. I would say. I mean, they lost the game statistically. That's a bold like, thing to say that they lost, but they didn't lose. But I kind of know what you're saying. They still look good. They still and look people good. know that Texas. They're for real. Is still They're for real. for real. That's what I was trying to prove. They 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 lost, but they didn't lose. I don't know. It's kind of it's weird to say, but very, they still looked very very, very efficient good. game for my boy on Nova, Jeremiah Robinson. Yeah, we, we I really talk- like to hype him up. 
he had a very efficient We talked game. about him last podcast. Do we remember who we picked? Because I, I know we picked this game last podcast. I, picked, I think all of us Alex was went, the only one who picked Texas. We so all, went all three, we, all three of us. Out, all three, okay, Alex is the Big East fan. He didn't even roll with them. See? Got a stage. He was going roll Shaka Alex with hair. Alex is a huge Shaka fan. This with hair. Shaka with hair. All right, it's, a so, new, it's a new person. Yeah, Turned into leave. So basically what leaf. we're learning is pretty much do not trust Alex. Uh, but then we have that interstate rivalry. Xavier beats Cincinnati 77-69. Uh, Xavier 6-0. Don't look and now. I, I now 7-0. Now 7-0 after tonight. That's... I don't know. They, they're probably going to They're squeaking ranked. by some games. Yeah, but. exactly. I think they're going to... They probably will get thrown in at 25 or 24 for next week's rankings. Just because they're seven and zero, I don't know if I buy in. Though. I don't at all. I am. Has I'm, Xavier played anybody? No. And they were and they were like tight. Like they beat who was that bad team? They beat like fifty three to fifty one. I was, know exactly what you're talking about. It was some oh, random mid major like Radford, something like that. Some okay, terrible. Okay, Radford's game. projected to win their conference, but whatever. <laughs> it was Bradley. 51, Bradley. Fifty one to fifty. And then Toledo the next game. Yeah, and then they I, beat I Toledo. By they no, are. they are not. Austin P was projected to win NBC. Three Austin games P's. in a row. They'd... Are they in the Ohio Valley Conference? Yeah, yeah. I mix those up all okay. time. My bad. Okay, yes. <laughs> Top of the NBC right now is you and I and uh, and Bradley. So, but they anyway, have three straight. Still, games still not like, impressive. You want to wrap your arms around Bradley? You can, Luke. I'm I am not, not going. I'm not going to. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. It's not the worst of the worst. Um, but are you willing to make a bold prediction that Bradley will win the Missouri Valley no, Conference? No, no, I'm not ready to make Ooh. that bold prediction yet. <laughs> Four games <laughs> in or whatever. Probably smart. Probably smart. Uh, 11 West Virginia gets it done on the road at Georgetown in the Big East Big 12 battle, 80 to 71. And then Kentucky, number 20, gets upset at Georgia Tech. Big. Not, big. Georgia Tech, not a good team, by the way. That's what I was going to say. Lost to Georgia this State. This is not okay. Georgia Tech has lost to Georgia State and Mercer. Mercer. A perennial 15 16 seed in the tournament. One time. Not perennial. Let's not, let's perennial. not overuse the word perennial here. <laughs> All right, they're a big, but that's Georgia not Tech that's not terrible. that's not okay for Kentucky. Like that's just not okay. And if if Kentucky, okay, they're not going to be ranked. But if somehow on God's green earth, Kentucky, they're, yeah, there's no even way if, they're ranked. there's no way they're ranked. But like, just even if they were in the realm of possibility, it's a disgrace to college basketball. They're gonna have to start, one and three. They're gonna have to start giving some answers because like we understand that they're young, they're young, talented, athletic, really tall. But yes. That doesn't you mean long arms you need rebounds. shooters. Well, well, I I think I can give you the answers. The key to Kentucky, obviously, they're athletic. They have all the talent in the world. Their two the two jobs they have are to take care of the ball and to share the ball. They shared the ball a little bit better with sixteen assists. Still not super impressive, but twenty one turnovers as opposed to Georgia Tech's six this game. Not going to get it done because shooting forty five percent, it'll win you some games. But when you turn the ball over twenty one times. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Even even against a team like Georgia Tech in the yeah. Power Five, it's that's not going to bode well for you because those turnovers are going to turn into uh, opposition points really quick. But don't forget, this is the Kentucky team that took Kansas to like the last shot and lost by two or three points, or whatever it was. So I don't even like know what to say. Like they followed this that Kansas game up with a seventeen point. Blowout. Yeah, I'm willing to disregard that though for their one and three record. They're going to have to show me some things oh, before I start believing. Hundred percent. I'm I will be off Kentucky until further notice. Yeah, I'll be on Kentucky once they can show me that they can take care of and share the ball simultaneously, which I do Don't not envision up. happening anytime soon. <laughs> that could be so, a while. Uh, but my sleeper team, San Diego State, went 65-60, and they snuck their way into the rankings. I saw the that. Day, yeah, they're ranked now. They deserve um, it. Totally. This is around the totally time of year it. when they started getting ranked last year. That's right. They're that's still undefeated this year. They got 23 Arizona State coming up. Um, but then oh, we had that's the gonna last, be a proving game. game. The last big game of Sunday, really, was Seton Hall at Penn State. Penn State, better team than we expected. Seton Hall, 
not as good as we expected Sped, going into the year. Spedro Nedro was but Seton Hall, Sped Ned, however. Seton Hall pulls it off exceeding expectations. In, in overtime, 98-92. Sandro Mamakashvili, a.k.a. Sped Ned. He's good. He's actually points, a great basketball 30 player. 30 points. Like, we make fun of him frequently, but he's actually Dude, good. it's because he's big and he can shoot the lights out from three. And he's got a, He's actually got great footwork and he can actually handle the ball it's reasonably just, well. The reason I he fouls a Sped Ned is because he gets so mad. Yeah, and out of control. Technicals. Technicals, he's the CEO of those. CEO, yes. Yeah. Yeah. CEO of fouls and technical fouls, by mm-hmm. the way. He gets out of control frequently. Yeah. He's a hothead out there. He's a little bit of a hothead. But everybody, like... in, everybody in Seton Hall's starting lineup scored in double digits. I don't know. I mean, I, mean, I, don't, I don't really know if I'm like willing to call Seton Hall like a... They're, just, they're a solid team, but the Big East sucks. Well, so. they're a solid team within the Big East. I don't think in the bigger picture things Correct. are a solid team. Correct. Yeah. Um, I think Penn State's a better team than them. I just don't think Penn State agree. had a good day. Um, and not having a good day, losing in overtime, it's unfortunate. And it's interesting because Penn State lost a lot of players. Yeah, Miles like Dredd. Dred, Dred, I was going to say, Miles Dredd's like the only like Mike Watkins, rollover from the right. last year. That no, I, Mike that no, I no Mike Watkins, no Lamar. No, Mike Watkins, Lamar Stevens were the two big ones, and they lost them both. Yeah, they, kind of, just, they basically just have Miles Dredd from last year and some role players. And Miles, Miles Dredd did not, not even start, good. not starting. I anymore. noticed that. Why did not? Why didn't he start? I don't know, but but he, he hit came the game winner like a week ago. That was his only points. He struggled. Okay, but even last year, he was like the He was starting. And, yeah. Or he would start. Yeah. Which is... That's kind of weird to go negative. It's like Nigel Hayes. watch. Nigel but the way, the way Penn State's been playing, I think they're, it's their young players that are stepping up. Mm-hmm. Um, but fair, fair. then we get into Monday with the new rankings. 19, Richmond. The Spideys. Get it done at home. 77-72. Staying Against undefeated. Wofford. Staying Charlie's Terriers. Wofford put up a fight. They did. Kept it within five with a ranked Richmond who was rightfully ranked. Yeah, yeah, they yeah. deserved. God bless the voters. Thank Actually you. showing the A-10 in Richmond some respect. Yeah. They, the fact that they cracked the top 22 is and primo. What this game showed me is, and you guys aren't going to want to hear me rant about Wofford for too long, so I'm going to keep it kind of brief. But even without Mike Young, <sighs> even without Fletcher McGee, even without Nate Hoover, and maybe Storm, who was that guy? That they Storm, Storm Murphy, they Murphay. still have him. Okay, Storm Murphy, Storm he's still, still there. there. Are he's you like, serious? He's probably 35, but he's still there. Right. But Watford has established themselves as actually a respectable college basketball school in the SoCon. Can we kind of agree on that? I would agree. They're a respectable yeah. enough program yes. who, year in, year out, mm-hmm. they can get decent mid-major players. Yes. Just they, like you're a respectable team that got beat by 40 points today. What are you referencing, Luke? Uh, Why don't you be clear with me? Stephen F. Austin. Your respectable mid-major team, your team every year. I don't know if I'm willing to call them respectable considering they got hit with allegations in the offseason <laughs> and considering they were Astros playing the Astros. number two team in the nation, Baylor. But we'll get to that later. To be discussed. Uh, but then, really, Monday had no others. That was about it. Slate. Yeah. That was about Tuesday, it. though. Getting into Super Tuesday, this was the best Super Tuesday of the season so far. It could be the best like going forward because ACC, Big Ten... Um, and we also had eight Creighton against number five Kansas. Zager, a phenomenal game. Phenomenal game. The ending was also incredible. Zagorowski missed a free throw to tie it. Yeah, the they end. were down three. He got fouled shooting a three. All mm-hmm. he needed to do was make all three. He's the their best player. Two. Missed it. The last but this one. game, I would argue, he was not their best player. He was not their best player, but that's the Den- guy. They Denzel Mahoney had a great I was game. Mention him, yeah. He was all over the place. He was extremely athletic. Nineteen points. Player of the he game though. Himself. Was actually on Kansas. Now it's Jalen Wilson. Jalen Wilson has looked eight of twelve from the field, super efficient. He's looked he's looked the real deal for yes. Kansas. They're gonna have to run their offense through him if they if they want to hang on to their top ten well, yeah. top ten spot. Player of the game until he fouled 
Zay Rouse. Oh, yeah. was he the one who filed him? He was the one who filed him. That was a dumb call. Oh. Yeah, so I mean, I, yeah, I guess you, you have to give him the play of the game. You can't let Zeg shoot you that three. Get, okay, I'm not okay, saying he no, should have no, 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 filed no. him. No, he bit on he bit on the initial pump fake, which you can't do. Right. You cannot do that. It's a total freshman move. Just get your hand up there. You don't need to jump into him. Zeg got him. But hey, that's just experienced player versus experienced player. Yeah, but then. Couldn't knock down that last free throw. His, it, if you were watching the game, his mom could not watch the free throws. For good like, reason, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, Zag's like, probably lost some sleep the past few nights over that one. Yeah, yeah. that's that's a tough one. It's a tough loss. Very, very, very. Uh, especially in a Big East Big 12 battle, which I can assure you the Big East is not going to win very many <laughs> games. <Yeah>. In. <laughs> that was their one chance, I'd say, probably. One of One, one of, of their few, few yes. One of few. Um, but ACC Big 10 Challenge also gets started. Purdue's just not very good anymore under head coach Matt Painter. They lose to Miami. Oh. Is Wesley's hot take of last year being validated? Purdue just kind the of whole sucks. Matt Painter slander. <laughs> I mean, Matt Painter is a solid. Coach. Let me tell you, but this is what Matt Painter does. He blows leads. He always has. He always will. He did. He Dan choked. Quinn. Choked in the choked the March Madness. He's choked a lot of games. He choked one to Iowa a few years You're back. Right, he I does remember. choke. He does choke. You want to know what the half? He choked to Arkansas Little Rock that yeah. one year when they had yeah. Josh Haggins. Yeah. Oh my god! Do you guys know what the score of this game at halftime was? Purdue thirty-two, Miami fourteen. Purdue managed to lose that game. <laughs> that's pretty Dude, sad. Was that actually the halftime score? That's, yes. that's oh pretty bad. Oh, my God. You cannot – I don't know how you do <laughs> I don't know how. That takes some bad coaching. I would say there's coaching involved in that. That's I, not I, I would based. actually agree. That's not solely player-based, at least. I mean, through the amount of talent Matt Pitt His halftime had. speech must have sucked ass. He was probably like, yeah, guys, good job. You know, We'll go out there and finish the job. <laughs> Hey, I mean, it couldn't be good. I mean, Matt Painter, for the amount of talent he's come through, I'm starting to side with Wesley. He's, he's, he's had some success, but he, I don't think he has a Big Ten championship to show for. And I don't think he's gone further than the Sweet 16. And he's not an awful coach. Wait, wait, wait. He was in the Elite Eight. And then they lost to Virginia in a game that they should have won. Arguably. They should have. They should have won that game by... That, I'm not even going to blame that game on Painter. There's no way. No, that was, that was just not an incredible out. pass by Gia Clark to Diakite for the yeah. little put back, like literally like half a second left. But do, yeah. if you guys remember, I'm I'm fairly sure there was a timeout before those free throws. I want to know if he told them to box out in that timeout or not. Because if he didn't, that's partially he, you got to get the mics that. in. Get the you mics in. You have to emphasize that. But anyway, he's starting to fade on me. This Purdue. seems like we're assuming things that he didn't tell his players to box out. Like I don't know how you can say yeah. that. Fair. Fair point. Without any sources. Without sources. Sources, dude, trust me. Like, come on. <laughs> Minnesota wins at home in overtime against Boston College. Minnesota's undefeated at 5-0. and Boston College, not very good. But nope. since they're an undefeated team, I'd say. Yeah, I don't know how Minnesota's undefeated. Liam Robbins. Like an undefeated team. Marcus Carr's ball. Marcus Carr and Liam that's Robbins. Right. That's it. That's about it, though. It's basically the two-man. And is, what's his name? Gabe Kalsher still there? He knocks down a three every now and then. You yeah, know? he is. He's still there. Uh, <laughs> but other than those three, it's about it. Uh, but then we get a... The biggest game in the ACC Big Ten Challenge, 16, other than maybe Duke, Illinois. 16, North Carolina goes on the road to number three, Iowa. Iowa trailed for about one minute total in this game, in they, the second half. Iowa's offense is incredible. But it's this, incredible. This, this is a big game because Luka Garza, they, they were double and triple teaming him in the first half. He wasn't playing that well. So then started to kick it out to shooters and shooters and shooters going shoot. Like shooting. what what can I say? Jordan Bohannon hit seven threes this game. Iowa made seventeen threes in this game. Jordan Bohannon is so good for Iowa to have back. Like I almost forgot how good he was. Yeah. 
now yeah. that he's back. So him, Wieskamp, and Frederick. Are Frederick, like Frederick was the, the best dynamic player snipers, and it's incredible. The best player of this game was CJ Frederick. Eight of eleven from the field, five for seven from deep for twenty-one points. And I'm pretty sure most of that. I think nineteen of those were in the first half. And then when Maybe other people right, need yeah. when other people need to step up, they step up. While it's tough to say anything bad about Iowa in this game, I will say they've completely punted on the aspect of playing defense. They have. They, North Carolina. Like, they not, just don't care. Yeah, like, they don't care about defense. Like, we're going to beat you on offense. And it's worked. And it's worked. And I until mean, it doesn't, they're going to probably do the same thing. Yeah. I mean, UNC, they shot decent from three this game, which 40%. is kind of a rarity from them. They yeah. normally don't. Yeah, they haven't been shooting well from three. But I would say if Iowa holds a team to under 70, they have an extremely good chance to win any any game. Yeah, they Iowa, would win unless it's like a transcendental defense or something. Iowa did yeah. turn them over 18 times. But Iowa also plays very fast. I'm not saying the yeah, defense yeah, is good. I agree. But I'm saying it's improved a lot from last year, and then I would say the year before that too. Yeah, it's um, gotten better. It has gotten better, which is important. And then Garza, Garza didn't really step up until North Carolina worked their way back into the game. Then he scores ten out of the eleven points in a row to get Iowa back back on top and for good the rest of the game. So this team has experience. They have players who step up when they need to step up. Yep. So yeah. they they uh, they proved important. that they were for real, especially yeah, without. I mean, I just, without they're Luka such Garza's. a well-rounded team. They got so Garza down low, and then they got shooters outside, and, and they got and they have big men off the you bench. Couldn't have, you Keegan couldn't Murray. ask for anything better. Yeah, I know it's, the fresh it's so well-rounded. The freshman Keegan Murray off the bench, he played exceptionally well. Comes in, gets a tip in on and one. He gets two blocks on defense. He's mm-hmm. Jack Nungy played like absolute crap this game, but Keegan Murray way outplayed him. Didn't have much on the stats to show for it, but. When he came in, the energy that he gave him, especially when UNC brought it back and seemed to have momentum, was extremely important. Um, but then another close one. 22 Ohio State barely escapes Notre Dame. I mean... You're fighting Irish. The fighting Irish. <laughs> like, Notre Dame was up 8 at halftime. but And Prentice Hub had 26 this game. Wow. Oh, wow. That's Notre Dame's only good player, though, if I recall. Yeah, that's pretty much it. That's it. That's all she wrote for Notre Dame's yeah, his players. his shoulders might hurt a little bit. They, they might just a bit. Yeah, I mean, Notre Dame just wasn't deep enough once it got deep into the game. Um, Ohio State played 10 players. Notre Dame played 7, and one of them only played for 8 minutes. So Ohio State just pretty much outlasted warm out. them. They wore them out. Kind of ran them out of the gym. EJ, Lid- EJ Liddell, a player to watch out for. I like EJ Liddell. Yes. He's, he's the player for Ohio State. Uh, then for big sure. big upset. Charlie's uh, big surprise team coming into the year. 15, Virginia Tech gets walloped by Penn State. Yeah, I don't 75-55. know what to say about Virginia Tech. That's their second bad game in a row. I mean, I, we, we, we said that Penn State's kind of underrated this year. They're kind of okay. But they were not they, a beat Virginia Tech no, by 20. No, Virginia Ohio. Tech should beat them. And if they... Don't they shouldn't lose by twenty? And then after losing to VM or after barely like squeaking by VMI, VMI. Mm-hmm. I don't know this team. They still need a little more experience. They're still pretty young, but I trust Mike Young, their coach. Miles mm-hmm. Dread. Don't give up on them yet. Miles Dread had eleven this game, so that's two games in a row for him with, in mm-hmm. double figures. But the real player that stepped up this game, Isaiah Brockington, he's going to be their player down the stretch. Twenty four points. 10 for 14 on field goal. Also, I still don't know what the hell's up with Cartier Diara on Virginia Tech. Like, I th- it has did to be. he, like, steal the coach's wife or something? Like, why is he not starting? He's a good player. They ha- or at has least to, a sixth yeah, man. It has to be something either personally related or, like, behavior Because if you look at skill, he deserves to. He deserves to get yeah, some time. Exactly. And I think his minutes that game weren't bad. But, but still, like, yeah. he deserves to be the sixth man at minimum, I would say. So... 
So something to keep an eye on. Yeah, I mean, Penn State led by 29 early in this game, so it was not really close from the start. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but then we move on into another big game in the ACC Big Ten Challenge. Number six, Illinois. Takes down Duke at Cameron Indoor, 83-68. This game also never really seemed like Duke was even had a chance. Yeah, Illinois dominated this game. After being, I would say, not manhandled, but shut down by Baylor, they came out firing. And Iowa played quite well. And we always like to say that Duke, you know, they go into recruiting. Mm-hmm. They get a bunch of five stars. Rinse, repeat every year. Yeah. But what Duke was kind of counting on Wendell Moore Jr. stepping up this year, <laughs> in my opinion. And he played seven minutes. He has not shown me anything this year. Yeah. He's a Nothing. walking bag of chips, more or less, right He's now. half a bag of chips. Half. Yeah, that's, that's a good way to not put it. Not even a full bag of chips. Um, and I, and I mean... Kofi was just an absolute animal in the he's, lane this game. He's huge. Um, Io, Io had a double-double. With boards. Io was, was a sneaky, like, hustler he's, kind he's, of guy. He's such an... He's one, he is maybe the most athletic player in college basketball this year, Io D'Souza. That's fair to say. Definitely up there. Definitely. Did, I, I'm not... Illinois is definitely the best team to have the shot at Iowa this year. I think they have a good shot at beating Iowa and winning the Big Ten this year over them. Um, better than anybody else. So you could say Wisconsin matches up well with Iowa. I think Illinois is is the better team though at the end of they're the game. better team, but you could say that Wisconsin I, this, might match up. This better. is a fairly similar Illinois team. I mean, they did add um Adam Miller. Adam, Adam Miller. Adam Miller, Freshman, who, who's good. played really he's well. Good. But he's last efficient. last other than that, did this, he play good in this game? Because I know in their last big game he got kind of rattled at seems. Uh, he had nine points, he was three for three from downtown. So oh, okay. he's so an he efficient. Just, he did what he had to do. He was did more he efficient. He did he let Io kinda take the bulk of the work. And Tim Frazier was the other guard that Trent, stepped up. Trent, Trent, Trent Frazier finally stepped up. Yeah. Um, kind Trent. of an embarrassing game for Duke at Cameron Indoor. Him? And speaking of Duke, do we want to discuss Coach K's comments? I don't know if you guys heard it. Yes. Absolutely. But Coach K came out after this game. You know, what oh, a coincidence. Wow, no way. Ooh, Perfect after, timing. Yeah. And started spouting off some stuff like, yeah, you know, I think we should consider, like, canceling the season because of COVID. Yeah, he said Which that, is really interesting because I just, it's interesting it's, he says that yeah. when he has players like Wendell Moore Jr., who, as we said, is a bag of chips, basically. More, more or less. Yeah, when he has, like, a, a team who's not really doing it for him. Exactly. And he's like, you know what? Let's protect my legacy. Let's cancel the season. And I know, and listen, I'm not going to come at Coach K's head. He's a really nice guy. Yes. But I know that if he had Zion and RJ, he would be singing a different tune. 100%. This is, I agree 100%. It's yeah. not, I would say it's not completely based off of performance that they're a 2-2 two and two team. Because they've lost to two good teams. Two yes. good big yes. teams. But... I would say there's 100% some factor in there. There's something that plays in because it's interesting. Like, you look at his comments and... And it was right after the game, too. Someone pulled up comments he had, like, before the season started. He was like, so happy to finally get our players to play out there. We wanted to play in the tournament last year so bad. That's important. And then he he said something like, yeah, the NCAA has to go on this year. They can't lose that much more money again. It it wouldn't survive. And And now he's coming out and saying it after getting embarrassed. embarrassed, He comes out and says it. I have a lot of respect for Coach K. I always will, especially with everything that he's done for like um, the Jimmy V Foundation and all that. Like he's mm-hmm. a he's a known class act. Yes, yes, that's but true. This that is, rubbed me the wrong way. It's it's a little bit of a a knock on his on his personality, I guess, and like how he handles things. But obviously, he's still a class yes. act. Yeah, I mean, but as far as Illinois goes, as we said, impressive, really good guard play, mm-hmm. and yes. Bashanish Feely off the bench is. 
probably the most important player to their team right now. You are now. a huge Bajana Feely fan. The energy, <laughs> the energy and the amount of minutes he gives them, because he gives a lot of minutes, mm-hmm. is to keep it up like he does is insane. His defensive effort yeah. is insane. Mm-hmm. If Kofi Coburn goes out with two fouls early in the first half, he steps the, up as, as an Illinois fan, I am not worried. Or, I'm, not, I'm not an Illinois fan, but if you're an Illinois fan, you should not be worried. He's played quite well this year, and he's really stepped into like extra minutes role. Because last year he was what was he like? He was a 10? starter. He was a starter. But he didn't get like full Illinois was not minutes, nearly though. as good as they are. They were this, pretty yeah. good, but towards the end of the year they heated up. But they were never they weren't ranked for the first. But I mean, but ever. definitely yeah. accepting a lesser role with Adam Miller starting now because they start four guards and then Kofi, which is probably smart, honestly. Yeah, because and they play fast. That's why when you say Wisconsin matches up really well with Iowa, I think. Illinois, Illinois would match up well with Iowa, Iowa likes as to push well. the ball. Wisconsin's more of That's a half-court team. You're right. I was so. thinking about matchups on Garza, but if they start Garza or Potter and Col- Reavers... Colburn, Colburn is a way better matchup on Garza than anybody Wisconsin has, yep. in my opinion. I think Colburn's not fast enough. I do not believe Colburn's fast enough. What? No, I really? Disagree, but... I disagree. But anyway... Another another Big Ten win, and then another one by ranked 21 Rutgers at the rack. 79-69 over Bayheim's Syracuse squad, which I don't think is actually going to be that bad this year. Rutgers has impressed me this year. Ron Harper All is such a side. leader. Such Ron a Harper leader. hit five threes. Yeah. And Jacob Young is stepping up in Geo Baker's absence for Rutgers. Jacob Young is a good player. He's, he's a really good player. He's a nice piece for this Rutgers he's team. Very, yep. They haven't lost, and aside from like the first half of the first game... They've been out without Geo Baker, who Ron they, Harper Jr. is better. But I think Geo Baker is the heart and soul of the team. I mean, and I don't know why Miles Johnson isn't starting either with the way he's playing. He yes. ended up playing more minutes in the starting center. This guy's just better. Rutgers. He was better last year, and he's more athletic. He, he had 11 points, 12 rebounds. That's a double-double off the bench. Yes, I called this in the preseason podcast. I said Rutgers was my sleeper Final Four team. I think they were ranked, like... 25th preseason maybe something they weren't like even ranked I don't even I know think they were, I think they were ranked I think they were ranked 24th or 25th 24th I said this could be a sleeper final four team they've got enough experience mm-hmm. they've got the clutchness of Jew Baker when he comes back which I think should be maybe Soon. in a few weeks I don't want to yeah but but how about Montez Mathis and Jacob Young stepping up in his yeah absence, Jacob like Young said. as I was saying 19 points for Mathis 18 for Young just big big minutes it's big for Harper too to take some weight off his shoulders this yeah. Rutgers team is spooky there's nothing else to say they could pull off some, some they wicked could upsets. string off a nice run in March Madness. Unfortunately, the rack will be a little bit more quiet this year, which may... Yeah, I think that affects them in Big Ten play, in my opinion. That's I, think, I think there's a good chance it does as well. Obviously, this out-of-conference, probably not, but when the Big Ten starts getting ultra-competitive... Yeah. yeah, that's where it's going to hurt you. When every, In the dog days of the Big Ten schedule, when you're playing a lot of games and you're getting... A lot of good teams, too. Especially. A lot of great teams. Yeah, it, um, it might... The dog days of the Big Ten. The dog like days of the Big Ten kid. competition. <laughs> um, uh, then we moved to tonight, Wednesday, and Wisconsin played at 3.30 today. They, they beat Rhode Island, but didn't look super impressive doing it. I would disagree. I don't think I don't think they were bad. I just don't think that... It was they a sloppy were, game. Though. They weren't the Wisconsin team that I was I'm going to tell you why it was a sloppy after, game. That's because there was 49 total fouls. I can't watch a basketball game like that. It was... Impossible to watch. The second half, there were 10 minutes left in the second half. Both teams were in the double bonus with 10 plus fouls. That's awful. That's I watched like 15, 20 minutes of this game, and I was like, oh my god, I can't go five seconds without a whistle. Was, so I looked up how many fouls were, it was 40, and I was like, oh my lord, that is insane. It I mean, was bad, but I would say 
It was good for Wisconsin to get a competitive game after they lost the Louisville game because Louisville it was they were yeah, supposed to play them. Yeah, they had to get canceled for COVID, but it was good for them to pick up a semi-competitive game because Rhode Island's a solid team. They they, they Rhode they, Island's record isn't great, but, but they played Arizona their State. schedule has, been, has been really difficult. Rhode Island, they're just saying we're going to go out and we're going to play as many good teams as we can. And, try and, and I attention. think with the weird season that is 2020 college that's basketball, I think, with all the cancellations, I think that's going to give them a lot of respect come bubble time if they're on that, which I don't yeah. know if they will. And I mean, but currently they're tracking for no, but that could always flip. You I mean, know. Wisconsin, their team, like they they controlled the game the really really well done. But like I said, half court team, I actually expect them to come out with a lot more energy. Um, really, push, kind of not even necessarily push the ball a lot more, but. It was a really boring game, and it was sloppy with the fouls. And I just, I mean, I don't know. Reavers was on the bench for a lot of this game because he got in foul trouble pretty quick. Which he did, yeah. Which really hurt the Badgers. Like, in, or it will hurt the Badgers if that happens in a game against, you know, Badgers are team. Wisconsin. Don't look now, but they're a pretty deep team. They are. Well, Ty, I actually hate watching Tyler Wall. Really, I, I think I he's a key, like I think he's an important part of the team because he's kind of that a lean forward sub, six foot seven forward kind of athletic guy. But Johnny Davis, John Davis bench, is stellar. Primo, stellar. Primo, stellar off the bench. His brother is more or less there for him. Moral support. <laughs> it's kind of like how the Bucks signed Thanasis Antetokounmpo. I Did believe they expect him to play. Absolutely not. It's just yeah, to keep I, the Giannis big guy happy. content. I believe we were big looking guy. at their offers, and his brother had his best offer other than Wisconsin was maybe like UWM or something. <laughs> so they both went to Wisconsin, and well, smart, smart move by Greg Gard, by the way. Good, good recruiting, by the way. Yeah, to get Johnny him, Davis, to get Johnny Davis, great, there. great pickup. There's not many Badger freshmen that make impact as much as he has. Uh, so and far. then the Spideys back in action. They were in a tight one with you and I today. Escape at seventy-eight, sixty-eight. But you and I was up a lot of this game until about like midway through the second half. That's when Spideys really started to run away with it. But don't look now. There, you and I is one and four. Yeah. They, I was going to mention that. They have played a tough schedule, but you, you got to get it done. They were favored to win the MVC, not Austin P, as I incorrectly said earlier. Yeah, or Bradley. Bradley might. They're up there. But All right, we got a Bradley truther over here. but And they have A.J. Green, who can obviously snipe. But one and four, I realize that they have a tough out-of-conference schedule, respectable. But you'd think you'd be Iron able to scratch off one or two. Iron sharpens iron, but you can't go one and four. That's not... They've beat a, like a depressing whatever team that will beat yeah. St. Ambrose or something. Some St. Pipe. Ambrose? Yeah, some probably. Yeah, that's a Division three school. <laughs> yeah. or actually, NAIA school in Davenport, Iowa. So that's not their one win. They had to beat somebody. No, Drake, nope, beat, Drake beat St. Ambrose. I'm not sure if you and I played. No, you can't. United. Your wins, if you beat a D3 team, that doesn't count in your win-loss. It does. Yes, it does. Yeah, it does. No. They yeah, lost, they've does. lost to Western Kentucky, St. Mary's, Utah State, and now Richmond. Four. Maybe oh, Utah State's a bad loss. Utah too. State's a bad loss. That's Who was the other one. bad loss on there? Was you it Western? say St. Mary's, but they uh, lost St. Mary's by two. is pretty unathletic. But Western Kentucky Utah is not State's a bad loss. Western State's Kentucky is not a bad Utah loss. Utah State's easily the worst loss. So their one wins against a D3 school. That's what I'm hearing. NAIA, actually. I'm, that doesn't count. They have no wins. None. That's fair to say. Northern Iowa is Fraud. winless right now. Fraud, fraudulent. They're going to need to show me not just something. They're going to need to show me a lot. Uh, Michigan picks up Toledo after losing their NC State game, just like Wisconsin lost their game. Michigan wins 91-71, and watching this Michigan team, I am impressed. Honestly. Tell us why, Luke. Uh, because they have a lot of depth. They got some really good transfers. They're starting to put it together. Sean D. Brown, transfer from Wake Forest, averaged 10 points over there. He's averaging, I think, 13 for Michigan this year so far. Oh, wow. He's an athletic player. He's really strong. 
Um, he's going to be the big player in the Big Ten when they need him. Six man off the bench. They still have Brandon Johns. Um, Austin Davis, they're starting center today. I like Brandon Johns Jr. He's, yeah. a, he's a nice piece. He's a nice he piece, nice. I agree. <laughs> Behind Livers. Uh, Austin Davis, they're starting center today. Went down non-contact injury in his leg. And it's not looking good, but Hunter Dickinson, backup center, 18 points today, 8 for 11 from the field. So I think that they're in a good place. Um, Livers, obviously, is still there. Franz Wagner, Eli Brooks. They have experience. Yeah, they have a couple of grad transfers, and I think they're going to figure out how to put it together. Because I think Juwan Howard's a great they'll be coach. Ranked, they'll be ranked soon. Yes. they. Yeah. Because they were ranked coming into the season, but then they played Oakland pretty yeah. poorly. They played the Oakland Bros. <laughs> In-state in rival. Well, some people don't know, but uh, and I, I think do. and I think Wesley's seventeen Texas Tech Raiders are a little bit fraudulent, just a little bit. They beat Abilene Christian, who's a decent enough team. They are fifty-one forty-four today. I, so I think they're more than decent. I am going to go on record saying that I think they're the best. Abilene team. Christian, I think they're going to win. That is winning the South and Conference. They're going to win. Unless this is coming S- from Charlie, unless SFA pulls something out, which I could totally see happening. This is Coach coming- Kyle Keller is really good. <laughs> this is coming from an SFA truther, so this should be taken. This is more than a grain of maybe salt. the biggest SFA fan living on yeah. the face of planet Earth. But if SFA doesn't win the South and Conference, it's, it's going to be Abilene Christian. They're, they're a, a good, good team, team, and they play good defense. Yep, as evidenced by that. Clear, game. yeah. Text holding Texas Tech to fifty-one. This game, I think, was twenty-three to like twenty at halftime. Yeah. Uh, I know it was 25 to 23 with 15 minutes left in the game. That's not good. Holy defensive God. stonks are going wow, up. Wow, huge defensive stonks. Big, big one in the ACC Big Ten Challenge. Indiana at 20 Florida State. Some controversy at the end of regulation. Good ending. But Florida State takes care of it in overtime 69 67. Trace Jackson Davis played a lot better today. He I did. thought Finnessey Finnessy played better. Al Durham played better. What did uh, Trace Jackson Davis shoot from the field? Do we know? Uh, like eight for fifteen. Fifty percent, something like that. Okay, yeah. that's because he when Trace Jackson Davis has bad games, I've noticed he tends to get quite inefficient. Yes, very. Like so just goes, chucking up stuff. He'll keep firing. He'll he doesn't care. It, like his confidence doesn't he go down. He, just, he never stops shooting. But when Not he, cold doesn't matter. No. When he has his good games though, when when he has a double double, Indiana was twelve and one. Now they're twelve and two after the loss today. He had twenty five and seventeen to finish. Wow, that's a pretty good stat line. But it's a team game, obviously. He's not going to sold single-handedly win them the game. This is not LeBron in high school or whatever. I mean, yeah, Fennessey and Durham, good players, but 2 for 10 and 3 for 10 from the field. Just That's not going to do not, it. Not the guard play you need out of it. That's not going to do it. Um, and then Xavier easily takes care of Oklahoma. Xavier, 7-0. and We were talking yeah, about it earlier. 7-0, yeah. 99-77, they put up points. I'm just going to withhold any comments from Xavier until just, they play, in my opinion, a relevant team. They have not played a good team yet, I'd say. So, I guess just kind of see where we see where it goes on that. Yeah. Don't make any judgments yet on them. Um, and then the Big Ten still needs one more win to win the Big Ten ACC Challenge, and it looks like they're going to get that with Northwestern over Pitt right now. Um, but then we move in to tomorrow's games. Uh, not too good of a slate. Pretty um, bad slates, though, some would call but, it. But the, bi- <laughs> but the big one. Some might say. But the big the one. The one good game. The, the one. big one, which I will be watching because I love San Diego State this year, even without Malachi Flynn. 24 San Diego State at 23 Arizona State. That's going to be a good game. The I, sole good game of the night. Do we know what the line is on that game? Uh, Arizona State minus four and a half. Ooh. So Arizona State supposed to win by four. Give me San Diego State I'm to gonna- win, not just to... For sure to cover the line, though. Yeah, but they're they're winning that game. 
I like San Diego State in this one too. I I just the pack, the way the Pac-12 in general plays basketball, mm-hmm. I don't think can match the physicality of San Diego State. Which, They're the more experienced team. Which too, even, yeah, that's even, what I was gonna say. It's experienced, and this early in the year, experience means something. Matters. Which even with losing Malachi Flynn, he wasn't their big physical guy. He was their shot maker. But mm-hmm. the physicality of San Diego State last year was extremely impressive, and it's was, still there, and it is still there. But that's pretty much the only that's game from pretty prison. much it. That's about it. Until we move into Friday, um, Nebraska ball goes on the road to number eight Creighton, looking to looking to bounce back after that tough loss against Kansas. In state rivalry, I could see, <laughs> I could, I could see an upset from Nebraska. Ball oh, here. I could. I'm not gonna lie. I'm gonna go a bounce back win for Creighton here. Bounce back win. Yep. Zagorowski's gonna they're not losing redeem himself, especially against Nebraska ball. Nine Nova starts conference play against Georgetown on the road. Think they get it done pretty easily. Um, and then we got big in-state rivalry, Iowa State, going on the road to number three, Iowa. Yeah, as an Iowa fan, Luke, I don't think you should be too worried about that one. <laughs> I don't think Iowa State's bringing much, uh, much pack behind their punch. There's yeah, Iowa State's football. It's a football It's a football school right now. So. Somehow, some way, they're a football school. Ranked number seven in football. Um, but then you got another big one at the end of the night, Marquette at UCLA. Hmm. These this is actually an Frank, interesting Frank, game. Frankly, I'm going to probably roll with Marquette here. I think UCLA wins this one, but I think both these teams are busts at the end of the day. I think UCLA wins this one as well. I'm not willing to call them both busts, especially when you consider busts in the terms of like expectations. Marquette didn't really have much going into the and year. UCLA was UCLA a low ranked. UCLA did have expectations. Just a little bit, though. Not too much. Mm, I don't know. There was a decent amount of buzz around them. I feel like but, UCLA's but they're, they're, buzz I think UCLA years. wins this game. I agree. We'll see. I'm gonna go with McCrow. McCrow. And U- UCLA is at home too, and I know mm-hmm. that's not there's no fans, but Marquette has Distance to travel, travel how many miles? Exactly four hour flights. That's whatever. that's awful. Um, not fun. Uh, then we got moving into the weekend on Saturday. We got big in state rivalry, Florida at number twenty, Florida State. Florida State State escaped from Indiana tonight. I think they get it done against Florida, but I still think Florida's a pretty good team this year. I think both I gotta be honest. I don't know much about Florida this year. I'm gonna roll Florida State, and unless you want to enlighten me, I mean, I'm probably gonna go Florida State. FSU is. They're. I don't know. If, I wouldn't call them a sneaky team, but like they did. They didn't lose too many. What are they Twenty. Twenty. That Leonard was, Hamilton knows how to how to keep he knows, bringing he knows in guys. How to recycle. He's been very but not, competitive, but not but not one and done. No, 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 no. I know, I know. But he knows how to replenish yeah. the system. Yeah, he's pretty. He's, he's done a done a really good job there. I'd say. Yeah, I think if we're talking about underrated coaches, Leonard Hamilton. Leonard Hamilton is at the top of my list. In addition to SFA's Kyle Keller, because Florida State is always competitive, but he doesn't have he like they're not like a top five team every year where he's going to get the attention like Coach K or Bill Self or Roy Williams will. Maybe not top five, but they're a top twenty team pretty much every year. They've been a top ten team multiple seasons. That's true. Under Leonard Hamilton, and then we move into an unranked game. And I emphasize unranked because it's Kentucky. One and three going against one and two Notre Dame. Both have had a tough Bro. schedule, but Notre Dame goes to Kentucky. Does Kentucky need to make a statement this game? I believe they do. They can't go to one and four. Yeah, you can't go to one and four, and you can't go to one and four against Notre Dame. That's a lose, so, lose an ultimate lose lose. Kentucky, no pressure. You better win. Yeah, and, and you, I have, you better I you better win, and I, I would say convincingly. fairly convincingly, like at least ten points. Seven points over. over I don't know. Games. I'm not going to get too greedy right now. I think I think Kentucky would say that they would take a five point win right now. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, but I agree. They do need to show. They need to show me something. They need to show some energy, some form, like some sense of life in their team. <laughs> the Honestly. fact that I'm doubting Kentucky to beat Notre Dame is quite sad. Yeah, I did not expect that going into the year. Notre, Notre Dame hustles. Kentucky doesn't. So who knows what we'll see in that one? Mm-hmm. 
I think it'll be Kentucky at the end of the day, but watch out. Uh, then we got Cincy at 12, Tennessee. Cincy's a lot, only lost to Xavier. You want to know a fun stat I heard about Tennessee actually the other day? They have one Their played game? entire starting lineup is left-handed. Really? Their what? entire starting lineup is left-handed. What? You that's see like insane. one guy per team that's is, left-handed. That's like really weird. That'd be a weird team to like game plan for if you're the opposing team. You'd have to force everybody. You'd right. In practice, you'd have to have like just like coaches shoot lefty and have guys like go guard them. Yeah, because I guess if you had yeah, like an instinct you're not to block the right hand. Yeah, really but, I mean, but I mean, if Cincinnati wants to win this game, they need a big game from Michigan transfer David DeJulius at the guard position. Oh, he's at Cincy He's now. at Cincy. So it's him and Keith Williams are their big players this year. Huh. Um, so DeJulius can knock down shots here and there. He's going to need to have a big game to win. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's going to be really close. I honestly don't know who's going to win this game, but I am feeling a Cincy upset. Ooh. We'll see. I'm going to have to go with Tennessee. Tennessee's only played one game this year, too. Kind of crazy. U10. U10. Roll 10, U. U10. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then we kind of move into the later games. Um, a lot of games postponed. Houston also postponed again. You're supposed to play Rice. Um, As so, if that would have been a loss. Like, so, give yeah. me a break. Is it? Yeah, I think Rice is located in Houston. Yeah, I believe it's... So. it's in-state rivalry weekend, I feel In-city like. city rivalry? I've just been firing off with the geography knowledge yeah. lately. Um, we got Xavier at Providence. That's going to be some good Big East action. I think Providence could beat Xavier and end their undefeated streak. Mm-hmm. Um, it just depends what Providence we get. I think both these teams if we get, stink. If we, get se- if, we get second, <laughs> if we get second day of the Maui Invitational Providence, that's a decent team. If we get first day, Indi- like when they played Indiana, just... They need to log off. Give me Ed Cooley and it doesn't matter. Yeah, I... Give me, give me Providence in that one. Wesley, I think you like Xavier. But... Nope, I'm going to roll Cooley. <laughs> roll Cooley. <laughs> and he joins the train. Uh, six, Illinois headed on the road to undefeated Mizzou. Mizzou's actually Mizzou's been played, better than P- Mizzou's yes, played good basketball. Say, Mizzou has been one of the surprise teams this year. Because hmm. last year, they stunk. They were awful. They were not Just good. terrible. They upset this year. They beat Liberty. That's not... That's a decent enough win. The yes, they beat okay they beat win. Wichita State on the road, and they beat number twenty one Oregon on the road. Wichita State, I'm willing to discard. That's pretty but much the a Oregon win. Loss. The Oregon win is Oregon wins something what I noticed. That's something no. They've came to play, at least. Uh, then we got we got a really big matchup on Sunday. We got a few of them actually. This one is unranked, but it's really big. Rhode Island on the road at Western Kentucky. Hmm. Rhode Island. If you would have asked me before this, I would have said that these two teams have played each other. Have they not? They have not. Okay. All right. Western guess, Kentucky guess has the, actually played a sneaky amount of decent mid-major teams. I guess that's where I got it convoluted. But I think I this think, is a big game for both teams. Yeah, this is huge. I'm going WKYU. I agree, Wesley. I'm going Western yeah. Kentucky. WKU. As am I. But then another big one. 19 Richmond on the road at 11 West Virginia. Wow. I like I like West Virginia at home. West I'm Virginia. I'm West Virginia has... Really, McBride good this year, yeah. and I just think they might be too big for Richmond. Yeah, that's what they they're going to out. They have them. the. They, I would argue they have the best front court in college basketball. Yes, and I would agree with that. Oscar Shibwe and uh, Derek Culver. They're yeah. huge. They're giant. They and they're dynamic duo, and that's where. And, and this is not to say I don't like Richmond. I obviously love Richmond. Yeah, this I just, just think West Virginia is a little too, too big, big for them. The, the game flow here is just not going to be in Richmond's favor. I don't think they're going to control this game, even if. They, they keep it close. It's mm-hmm. not mm-hmm. not going to be in their favor. Uh, then Big Ten action, Penn State on the road at undefeated Michigan. I think Michigan wins. I think they win by a lot. 
Penn I'm not as bought into Michigan as you are. I don't know. This is more of a toss-up game. This is a toss-up for me as well. I, don't, I wouldn't go. But both these teams, I feel like, are, ex- are going to exceed expectations this year. Mm-hmm. Both of them. We'll see. And then we got 13 Texas at 2 Baylor. Could Shaka's, mm. could Shaka's team get it done at I Baylor? swear if they cancel this game, boy, I'm going to lose it. Boy, I'm going to lose it. <laughs> I'm going to go Baylor for right now on this one, though. They're too good to me, in my opinion. I think, yeah, I, I think this is going to be typical, typical with, Shaka. Maybe, depends maybe what get, defense maybe, Shaka draws up. I okay, don't know. Okay, I think typical Shaka. Get get a little bit of momentum and then kind of just choke the season away. That's actually not typical Shaka. Here's typical Shaka. Suck all season, then get like one incredible win. Somehow find your way as a 10 seed in the tournament. Throw it on the resume and somehow get into the tournament. As a 10 and seed. lose. And somehow get a big yeah. job in the Power 5. But. Can't, can't blame him. Hey, this year. rinse and repeat good. for the last 10 years. You know what? If it works, it works. He's making money. So, Not 10 years. Not 2011 ten. Five. was a nice Final Four run. The last five, at least. A nice Final Four run. The last five have been like that, though. And other than that, that pretty much wraps up our games for the weekend to look forward to. Yeah, I mean, there were a lot of fun games mm-hmm. this past week. I agree. Cancellations, hey, they're going to happen. Gonna happen. We knew going into this year that they were going to happen. It was just disappointing that it happened with Gonzaga and Baylor. And it's also disappointing when people like Coach K make those comments. Because with the cancellation, it's obvious that people are doing their best to keep the players' safety at heart while yeah. at the same time playing as many games as And like as we possible. said, athletic de- departments are working hard. A lot of They're few, working around the clock. A few, few Big Ten ACC games got canceled. And they're trying to and reschedule. Like, like Wisconsin put Rhode Island on their schedule. That's decent. Michigan yeah. put Toledo on their schedule. I mean, it's not a great game, but it's... It's a team that was willing to come up and play. That was not going to just be necessarily the biggest cupcake of all time. Yeah. So they're working hard. They schedule these games one to two days beforehand. Teams are doing what they can to make things work. Given the circumstances. Given the circumstances, we hope they continue to. Yep. I agree. Yeah. There's going to be cancellations every day. That's just how it's going to work. That's how it's going to work. Or postponements. And it's just going to be how many games, I guess. I think. I wonder if teams are going to play less than other teams. Like, oh, a significant, like a significant, absolutely. Like currently, Xavier's played why, seven games and Tennessee has played one. That's why what I'm when I'm saying strength when it comes to picking is more important strength than schedule is more important and than ever up this games, year. And picking up games, picking up games, yes. But that's what I'm saying. Like the bubble this year it's is going to be five times its normal size. Like when the selection committee comes out with the bracket, mm-hmm. there are going to be, be some, some sad faces, scratchers in there. I promise. There's going to be a team that people thought was like a six seed, and they're just like not going to get in. There's going to be some wild stuff that goes on. Probably because there's going to be a lot less games for some teams. We got a lot more season to look forward to until then. So a lot, a lot of college basketball yeah. to play until March. Excited. Excited. Until next time, this is Made in March.